What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new Teaching Tuesday. Today, we're going to be talking about the eight best practices when it comes to fat loss. So I am actually super excited for this. I'm going to be breaking down the best tips I have, the best strategies I have for you to stay in a calorie deficit. So for those of you who are new here, for those of you who don't know what a calorie deficit is, a calorie deficit is the only way to lose body fat. And essentially it is, you have to consume fewer calories than what you're burning. So I'm going to be giving you eight strategies that you probably heard of before. Maybe you haven't, but I'm going to give you like the best tips and um, tricks so that you can actually start incorporating to eat fewer calories and start losing more body fat. So again, if you're tuning in right now, make sure that you hashtag I'm here. If you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay. And if you are excited to learn, make sure that you drop me some fire down below and let me know that you're excited to learn. So let me, before I jump into it, let me just go ahead and tag a bunch of you. I'm just going to be on my phone here. Tag a bunch of you before we jump right in. So again, if you're tuning in right now, drop me some fire down below. I want to see who's excited. I want to see who's ready to learn. There's actually a lot of golden nuggets. By the way, I don't have any presentation um, that I made or anything. So you just have to sit through, take notes, and we're just going to jump right into it in a second here. Okay. Comment at everyone. Perfect. Cool. All right, so tip number one, I'm going to be breaking it down. Again, eight tips. Hopefully, you have your pen and paper ready and you're ready to take notes. So let's get into it. Tip number one is that you need to start chewing slower. You need to eat slowly. And maybe some of you have heard of this, but I'm going to give you the reason why you need to start eating slower. Because most of the time, when you're eating really fast, and I'm guilty of this too, don't get me wrong. Where are all my fast eaters at? Let me know in the comments, okay? So if you start eating really fast, then what you're doing is that your body's not actually going to process. Your brain's not going to process that, oh, I am sending the signals to my brain where, okay, maybe I should, I I am getting full. Like if you start eating fast, like your body's not going to like send those signals to your brain to show show it that it's full. So that's why when you start eating really fast, you're not going to understand that, oh shit, I'm actually full right now. Maybe I should stop eating. Whereas if you start eating slowly, even though it's the same portion, your brain's going to be like, oh, okay, this person's eating. This person's getting satiated. Maybe I'm actually stuffed for now. Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should save this meal for later. So again, the first tip I have is to start eating slower. You can start chewing slower. Uh, some other tips I have is maybe you can use a smaller plate. Maybe you can use a smaller utensil. And for those of you who eat uh, with a spoon, maybe choose a smaller spoon. For those of you who eat with a fork, choose a smaller fork. And yeah, just be a lot more mindful. And Try to start eating without any distractions. So for me, if I find that, okay, if I'm eating and I'm like watching a show, next thing you know, I'm I'm like finished my meal in like two minutes. I'm like, oh crap, I didn't even realize because I'm so focused on watching the show. So maybe if you want to like start eating slower, eliminate all distractions, be present, enjoy your meal. Just remember again, what does this taste like? Make sure that your taste buds are actually registering the food that's in your mouth. The second tip I have is just cutting down on all the sauces and condiments. So sauces and condiments, they can literally add up to hundreds hundreds of calories without you even realizing it. So for example, if you have ketchup, 
most of the time ketchups are 15 calories per tablespoon. But if, you, for example, you're eating a meal and then you're requiring a bunch of ketchup, you can just be squeezing it. And then without honestly knowing you are actually consuming 100 calories worth of ketchup and that can add up. And if you're doing overdoing that on ketchup, what else? What other sauces are you overdoing it? Um, maybe salad dressings, right? Salad dressings, ranch, um, what what mayonnaise, like these condiments have hundreds of calories. Olive oil is one of the biggest culprits as well. Like for those of you who think that olive oil is healthy, yes, don't get me wrong, it's healthy, but it also contains around 120 calories per tablespoon. Did you know that? If you're cooking with oil, that could be another reason why maybe you should start switching to a nonstick spray instead. So very be mindful of like the calories in the sauces, the condiments, and the oils that you are actually using. So cutting it down or just portioning it out, make sure that you're weighing everything and actually tracking it correctly. Number three, this one's huge. This is probably a tip that you never heard before. And that is eating around 40% of your total protein needs for breakfast. So early on in the day. And the reason why you need a very high protein breakfast, and I recommend around 40%, it's okay if you get 30%, like I wouldn't consider you as a failure or anything. The point being is that you need to get a good amount of your protein needs early on in the day. Why? Because not only is it going to set you uh, set the tone for the day, it's going to get, keep you satiated for longer. So what I found, for example, if your protein goal is, let's say, 100 grams of protein per day, that means 40%, you would have to consume around 40 grams of protein in your breakfast. If your protein target is, let's say, 200 grams, then I would recommend you consuming 80 grams, right? Because a lot of times if we start, for example, skipping breakfast or we have a very light breakfast where we're not eating as much protein later on in the day, it's going to be like super late. And you're going to be like, wow, I still have like 150 grams of protein to hit. What am I going to do? Right. It's going to be very hard for you to hit that goal because protein is one of those macronutrients that it's actually very hard to come by. So if you start planning ahead and you start planning ahead in terms of like, okay, how can I make this breakfast like super high in protein? And how can I eat it early on in the day so that I don't have to worry about it later on in the day? Hopefully that makes sense. How many of you are eating a high protein breakfast right now? Say me in the comments. If you're not, maybe this is something that you can start incorporating. Maybe this is something you can start looking into. And by the way, if you don't have any ideas on like what to eat for um, your breakfast, I already have some great uh, options. And I'm going to tell you what my go-to is. My go-to is literally high-protein French toast. I'm sure DJ also has a recipe. Uh, if you're a client of mine, then you also have the recipe posted inside the Facebook group. And it's literally just three ingredients. Number one, egg whites. Number two, protein powder. And number three, bread. So you're going to put like around 250 milliliters of egg whites, which is about one cup. You're going to put a scoop of protein powder, and then you're going to dunk it, dunk the bread inside the mixture, and then you're just going to cook it on the pan, right? And then that's it. 10 minutes, you're going to have like around 60 to 80 grams of protein, depending on how much egg whites, how much, uh, how much protein content your bread has, and depending on your protein powder as well. So that's a great way to set your day up for success. There's so many other great options if you're not a, French, uh, uh, a fan of French toast, but I also have my recipe book. So if you're watching this right now and you don't have a copy of my recipe book, just comment down on this video recipes and I'll send you a copy as well. So again, um, having around 40% of your total protein needs for breakfast. That's one of the great ways to lose fat later on because you're going to be satiated. You're not going to eat as many calories. You're not going to feel so hungry and snacky all the time. And yeah, it's just going to set the tone for the day. Number five, number five is switching to lighter alternatives. 
So what that means is every single time, every food that you can think of, there's always kind of like a lighter alternative to it. For example, I already mentioned mayonnaise. Guess what? There's light mayonnaise. I mentioned ketchup. There's no sugar added ketchup. So these low fat or like no sugar added options, light options, typically have fewer calories than the original thing. So a lot of you, if you're a fan of sauces and stuff like that, just look in the aisle next time and try to look for the calorie or like the, the calorie wise option. I, I believe it's by craft. There's, there's a lot of calorie wise options. There's a lot of light options. There's a lot of no sugar added options. So just be mindful of that. So this applies to anything. For example, if you like lean ground beef, instead swap to extra lean ground beef. Again, lower fat, less calories, and a little bit more protein. Instead of 2% Greek yogurt, switch to 0% Greek yogurt. Instead of 2% milk, switch to 0% milk. Fair life milk, great option, right? Um, cheese, that's another great example. Instead of like the full fat cheese, start looking for light cheese instead. Condiments, like anything that you can think of, always try to switch to the lower uh, or the lighter alternative. Um, and also, number six is don't keep high ten- temptation snacks inside the house. A lot of you, we all have like our guilty pleasures, our cravings, like whether it's sweets, whether it's potato chips, whether it's something savory, it doesn't matter. We all kind of have like that kind of like that trigger food. So my best recommendation is like, don't keep it inside the house or at least don't keep it in sight. Because if you are having it like in front of you, staring at you in the face, like 24 seven, you're more likely to eat it. So if you are some of like one of those people who don't have self-control at all, and you're feeling like, oh, if I see it, I must eat it. I got to like, binge eat on like a bag of chips, just don't keep it inside the house. Okay. And you have to understand that. Yes, you can still have it, but this is primarily talking to those who feel like they actually have no self-control at all. Okay. So don't keep it inside the house. Um, don't keep it in sight. And again, just remember that your goals, they come at a cost sometimes, right? Like you have to understand that you have to put away, like there has to be some degree of sacrifice in the short term, at least in order to get to your long-term goal. So again, don't keep those high temptation snacks inside the house. And another bonus tip is like replacing those with like healthier alternatives. If you are craving pop or sorry, if you're craving something salty, like potato chips, something like that, then maybe switch to popcorn. So I recommend smart pop popcorn because it's going to still give you like, you know, you can still snack on it, but it's also going to be lower in calories. It's going to be high in fiber, which means it's going to keep you full. And you can also like pair it with like some zero calorie popcorn seasonings to like increase the taste a little bit. And you're going to like pretty much replace that with like a healthier snack. Okay. So if you're craving chips, go for popcorn, smart pop popcorn. If you're craving, for example, sweets, maybe you can replace it with some fruit, right? Like fruit is also sweet and it might give you like that, uh, you know, satisfy your sweet craving as well. So just small things like that, small tweaks, like small swaps like that is going to really help you stay on track. And number seven, number seven is limit liquid calories. So a lot of you could be overestimating how many calories you're actually consuming when it comes to your drinks. For example, an average Starbucks drink, I don't even know how much that is, but if I were to guess, it's going to be around 300, 400, 500 calories. So average Starbucks drink calories. I just want to make sure I'm getting my, my facts straight. Um, okay. There's actually no average, but yeah, a lot of like Starbucks drinks, if you are consuming a bunch of it and you're adding a bunch of all these, um, extra things like whipped cream, you're adding like sugar and all these other things. Yeah. It's going to add up in calories. So you have to be very mindful of that. 
Um, and I'm not just talking about Starbucks as well. Like maybe you're drinking juice, right? Maybe you're drinking wine. Maybe you're drinking alcohol. Those things have calories and those calories can definitely add up. And guess what? If you're drinking your calories, you're not going to be as full. Like I can give you a drink that's worth 500 calories and you're going to drink it and you're still going to be hungry. Whereas if I give you like a low calorie, high protein meal for 500 calories, you're going to eat that and you're going to be freaking full. You'll be like, holy crap, I can't even eat anything else. So it's all about the choices you make every single day. So if you have a budget of like 2000 calories, you have to be very mindful of how you're going to spend it. And I view calories as like your daily budget. If you're, if your calories, if your goal is like 2000 calories, okay. If you have $2,000 today, how are you going to spend it? And that's the best way to think about it. And number eight, last but not least is I want you to start. Sorry. I, I think I skipped the number actually. So I believe this is number seven. So number seven would be lower calorie dense foods. Yeah. So lower calorie dense foods. And what that means is like, you have to look at the foods you're eating and try to find uh, lower uh, calories of it. So it's kind of like similar to number five, as I mentioned, or you could just look for, for example, if you have, if you're tracking your macros and you have carbs, right? There's so many different types of carbs. Carbs could be white rice, could be bread, could be pasta, could be sweet potatoes, whatever it is. So if you're looking at your carb content, okay, instead of having 200 grams of rice, maybe you could swap that to 200 grams of potatoes. And the reason for that is because potatoes is actually more satiating. Yes, it's going to have fewer calories for the same amount of total food. So if you're putting like 200 grams of rice on the scale and you're also putting 200 grams of potatoes on the scale, that 200 grams of potatoes is going to be fewer calories than the rice, even though they weigh the exact same. Because, they have, again, the calorie content is not always equal. So that's why I recommend. For exa another example is if you're having a piece of fruit, Instead of having a banana, maybe you can swap to strawberries because strawberries is made up of primarily water, which means it's going to contain a lot fewer calories than a banana. So a great way to look at this is if you just go on Google and you search up list of low calorie dense foods, low calorie dense foods, I'm going to do that right now. And then I'm also going to share my screen just so you can kind of see where I'm getting at. So I'm just going to go ahead and show you, share screen. Cool. So again, I'm just on Google images and it's going to show you, okay, nutrient dense, low calorie foods per hundred grams. In this case, cucumbers, hundred grams of cucumbers, 16 calories, lime, cantaloupe, peppers, spinach, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries, broccoli, sprouts. So as you can see, it's a lot of fruits and vegetables. Like they're very low in calories, chicken breast, turkey uh, breast mince, uh, tuna, 0% fat Greek yogurt. So if you can start filling up on these foods, you can eat a whole lot of it for not that many calories. So again, swapping to lower calorie dense foods. And last but not least, tip number eight. This is probably one of the best tips I can give you. And if you, again, the reason why I'm giving these tips and you notice I didn't say anything about like increasing your protein content or getting in your steps, drinking your water, because these are habits that are already inside your program. These are the things that you should already be doing. I'm just trying to think outside the box of like, okay, what are some eight tips that you probably never thought about before and how can you incorporate that so that you could start making better results? So with that being said, 
Tip number eight is to eat low-calorie, high-protein versions of the foods you already love. And I'm going to give you two accounts. So these two accounts, make sure that you write it down. Number one, Zach.chug on Instagram, okay? If you go on this page, he posts thousands, well, not thousands, but like hundreds of recipes of like high-protein, low-calorie foods of the foods that you would actually eat. So look at this. High protein meal prep, McDonald's Big Mac. If you're looking at this right now, again, I'm not going to play the sound, but he literally lists like the calories, the macros. So 380 calories for 38 grams of protein. And you can prep this in advance. He tells you like exactly what the ingredients you need to buy, how to make it. And boom, you can easily make this and not feel any guilt because you're eating towards your goals and you can still eat good. Okay. Um, and another one, you can literally just go on anything, anything you want. Like he has a lot of meal prep uh, recipes. Like, look at this high protein, fluffy pancakes. Like this looks freaking bomb. Okay. 220 calories, 22 grams of protein and not that many calories at all. Okay. He's going to show you that. Um, boom, high protein chicken ramen noodles. Like look how delicious that looks. 360 calories, 35 grams of protein. And again, not that many calories, right? Just go through his page, give him a follow and just go through like exactly what he eats or like some of the ideas and try to make it replicated to your own. Yes, you can make some tweaks and just like try to fit it into your daily, um, your daily calorie budget because most likely you're going to be getting your protein in as well. And the second account I have is someone called Aussie Fitness. Okay. So A-U-S-S-I-E Fitness on TikTok. And he also does like a similar style as in like, he makes a lot of delicious recipes. Like, look, he's making like Oreo cheesecakes and he always like lists the macros and calories at the end. If I just look up like a regular Oreo cheesecake, you're getting 280 calories, but at a cheesecake factory, for example, that's 880 calories and you're getting 13 grams of protein. So over here, you're getting 190 calories for 17 and a half. But yeah, you get the comparison. So again, he has so many great delicious recipes. Go give these boys a follow because they're honestly going to change the way how you look at food. Like you can still eat good and lose weight as long as you're hitting your goals, right? Like look at this. High protein, low calorie McMuffins. That's unreal. Like this is something you would be eating like every single day, right? So again, everyone watching this right now, you just have to be creative in the kitchen. Don't feel like you just need to eat chicken, broccoli, and rice all the time. Like these tips are put in here for you to like make your life easier, not harder. So a lot of you, if you're watching this right now, your homework is to take one of these tips and literally implement. Okay. I want to see all of you implement. Like I give you eight great tips. If you implement all eight, you're going to lose your next five pounds, five to 10 pounds by the end of the year. Guaranteed. Okay. So with that being said, hopefully all of you got a ton of value. If you got value, drop me down below. I got value because these are like some of the best not talked about secrets that I've just given you all. And I want all of you to start making results. Okay. So with that being said, um, if you got value again, drop it down in the comments. I got value. If you have any questions or anything like that, feel free to let me know in the comments. And yeah, I look forward to seeing you all again next week. Thank you for tuning into another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.